Well, hey there, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood GM, Alex, coming at you from the basement, all alone for once. Well, I thought I'd just poke in here for a second and tell you about some of the great things we have going on and coming out rather soon. We're wrapping up our Starfinder campaign, and honestly, we had an absolute blast. Please make sure to check out those fine folks over the Not Presently Deceased podcast if you haven't already. Additionally, we have something else coming out for the month of October that we think is pretty on-brand for a rather spooky month. Well, we hope to be getting it out to you pretty soon here. Additionally, we wanted to tell you about some of our art and our art things we got going on. We just released our new cover for the Final Crusade podcast. Hopefully, following shortly, will be our new cover for the BuddyCast. Kind of update the art there. Additionally, we also have our player character portraits, which are going to be rolling out here pretty soon. Uh, You may have seen today already on our social media that we released Barb's, and we're excited to get those out uh, in the not-too-distant future. We just wanted to give a shout-out to our very own Sierra for putting together those amazing portraits. Now one last note before we move on and get you to the good stuff. If you ever feel like talking to us, asking us about something, or suggesting something that we play, please reach out to us at fourcornersgamespodcast at gmail.com, as always with the number four. Or if you ever want to check out our stuff and buy something that's pretty awesome from us, check out fourcornersgames.com, again with the number four. Well, here it is, our 10th episode. So, someone somewhere owes me a small amount of money, because we made it to episode 10. Yeah! Woo! Woody's right. excited, everyone's excited, I'm excited. It's a good time. And to commiserate, nope, that's not the right word, commemorate. <laughs> <laughs> Though I mean, some might be like, could be both. <laughs> like, anger, hate listening to this podcast. It's like I'm waiting for them to bottom out. Um, oh, these guys are so fucking good. <laughs> That's I what hate Paul him. tells himself in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I add myself up for yeah, recordings. But we have 2,000 downloads. 1,900 of those are just Paul re-listening. It is. Yeah. He is on it. Um, no, it's uh, it's an exciting time. I'm excited. We're all excited. The weather's exciting because it's going to be cold. Yeah. But because we have such an engineer-heavy table, we have agreed that I get to ask a zoological question. A do what question? A zoological a question. A do what? I don't think that's a word. Zoological. What kind of accent is that? It's a, a bad one. And <laughs> it's a zoologist's accent. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Oh. When you get your degree at the end of your undergraduate course. Oh, is that how you course, talk once you get your degree? Well, they wrap you on the knuckles and say, until you say it right. It's pretty It's pretty rough. It's like Catholic school, but worse. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. But worse. Zoological. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Zo- zoological. Better. Um, so here's my question. Y'all ready for this? <laughs> what animal? Jackal. Not. Is it, is a, it jackal? a jackal? It's a jackal. jackal. <laughs> Wasn't jackal the first twenty-three times? I would be the next. <laughs> what animal? Not even proportionally. But what animal can jump the furthest? Like the highest or or from the a from a standing still. 
oh. position, what animal count as animals? can jump the furthest? They're not a plant and they're not a fungi. Are they no. going up or forward? Longest, so furthest? Just furthest, furthest distance, yeah. regardless of What do you think? What, what you, yes. I, I'd guess like a... Compared, uh, like distance or compared to their body length? Distance flat out. Flat, okay. Flat out. For some reason... A whale. on land (laughs) for some reason i don't know why but like a tree frog is sticking out to me can't you frog all right right. the just flat out the longest from standing from standing that's important because like yeah this man was like yeah because of a a running jump might have steam i'm going with flea i'm just gonna go with i think what everybody probably thought initially the kangaroo the kangaroo Kangaroo. I'm gonna go with a flying squirrel. Flying <laughs> squirrel. I don't know. Oh, technically, I shit. don't know. <laughs> if it jumps from a tree. <laughs> no, 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 no. It can. That's not jumping. That's falling with style. Or uh, it's a Buzz Lightyear. Buzz I Lightyear. appreciate that reference, by the way. But it's it's just physical distance. So mm-hmm. I feel like the bigger the animal, the harder the fall. Wait, that's wrong. The further they can jump. Because like a flea, yes, so a compared to yeah. their. A flea compared to their body size, it's like they can jump hundreds times their body length, but it's only still like a foot or two. Right. So a kangaroo could easily jump. Are you past just that. stalling? No. He is. It's called <laughs> thinking. You just go through thinking all of our out answers. loud. Can we get like a Jeopardy music going? I'm going to go where the sirens came. He's waiting for the cough in the background to confirm he's right. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm going to go with. A sloth. No. <laughs> that would be a big twist. <laughs> right? That would be crazy. Ah, jokes on the nature world. Um, I don't know. I think it's a cat. I'm yeah? going to go with a panther. A panther. Hmm. I will say, a paw is the closest. Ocelot? What do you think the relative Jaguar? For distance is? Give me a number. We'll do it in like, imperial measurements. I pick cheetah. Cheetah, okay, that's right. Cheetah girl for life. Okay. So Are you giving the answer <laughs> I will. today? I have the answer. Oh. And I have the exact species. Oh yeah, aren't we supposed to wait till next time? No, well it's it's a special episode. He's, he's just too excited. He I, is. Uh, this is <laughs> I mean we went through nine episodes of engineering questions yeah. and he humored us. So Not a gonna... single person mentioned any <laughs> any bats or I'm gonna say Ocelot, so. specifically Babu the Bocelot. Or the Ocelot. <laughs> the the Bocelot. He, he remembers me. <laughs> oh he's crepuscular. <laughs> so I said Panther. Panther? Ocelot. Jaguar. Is it Jaguar? What? No, we're going for cats. Cats. Oh, we're we're, (laughs) I thought we were saying. It's a big cat. Oh, okay. Big cat. Like, I don't know. Uh, Lion. Lion. Cool. Maine Coons. Maine Coon. I said a cheetah. A cheetah. Cheetah girl. For life. So it's a snow leopard. Oh, Oh, that's so cute. What do we think the relativistic distance is for how far they can jump? Could you throw out numbers in feet? 40 feet. 40 feet. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I bet. I was going to go like 15. <laughs> oh, I was going in the 100s. Did you say 50? I'll go 14.9, Bob. It's 29 feet. Oh, I was oh, going to say 30. Yeah. I was they can going bound to say 30. 29 feet. Just these fuckers from like their a standstill? Yeah, tails. Yeah, 29. <gasps> Boop. 
like they can clear Whoa. shit. Yeah, it's nuts. What if they're jumping off the side of a mountain? Then, With however, a lot the, the relative distance that takes for <laughs> distance and then like mass and velocity as it is. Also, if they're spinning like a basketball, they'll also pick up. Segue into distance. the math question of the day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, engineering. What's that? The principle called like if a basketball spinning like counterclockwise? That's the Earth. Here, nah. right? yeah. it, there's a specific principle for it because if you spin it at the end of it, it'll actually pick up velocity due to the spinning and it'll completely it'll flare like, out at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing when you take it's a bike tire and you spin either. it and then you twist it different ways. And it no, that's it. that's just rotational inertia. This is a different principle. Is this the one where the toilets flush backward in Australia? No, it's like if you're at the top That's of... just due to different toilet construction, <laughs> by the way. Like that was the most disappointing. It's like in the, yeah. the Southern Hemisphere, they spin different because of the Southern Hemisphere. No, they're just differently built toilets. <laughs> now, like, have you seen the guy that drops like a basketball off like, I don't know. A dam. Like, it's yeah. a dam. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, yeah. it starts spinning backwards, and, like, because it's spinning backwards, like, curves out and, like, gets even more distance away from the bottom of the dam. That's cool. And there's a principle for that. I can't remember what it's called. But Does it have to do with the ridges of the basketball? Like, if you well, just like with the, the bowling spinning ball? of it. Because, like, baseballs do it over that short amount of distance, too. So, like, anything mm. that has, like, friction Whoa. as it moves through air. It's called? I'm watching yeah. YouTube videos of snow leopards jumping, yeah. and it's... It's called Fucking the Magnus yeah. effect. Magnus effect. Magnus yes. effect. Where the spinning of the ball produces like velocity, uh, like not along the same line as it falls. Yeah. That's knuck and futz. <laughs> <laughs> you know what else is knuck and futz? <clears throat> Barb about to get just homebrew Ooh. smashed in by these bunch of crazy, Saren Ray loving. Mothers, am I right? No, wait, stop, come back. <laughs> oh no. no, you don't know what I'm about. We don't. <laughs> Why don't y'all do me a quick favor? Why don't you roll me some initiative? Bum, bum, bum. Five, get a fifteen. Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I was rocking at twenty-two. Ooh, Lillian, nice. what you got going on over there? Oh, I got a. <clears throat> Three. Wow. Wait, that's it? Yep, I rolled a natural <laughs> oh, one. <laughs> Is that no, it? Yep, no. no. Is that standard? Alu? 20. Errol. 20 as well. Whale? As whale. Fight. Ooh, Poe. <gasps> What's your initiative modifier, my friend? Three. Three. Wow. Poe goes last. No, first. Uh, Poe, you go first. It was very last. <laughs> so two of, of your knights you rolled natural 20s on? I did. I did. I rolled I rolled two natural 20s for those knights, and then like a, a slew of other numbers. Cheater. Uh, and Luna and uh, Lillian, not to, not to play to tropes, but you have but your initiatives. In yeah. Oh, you're right. Play to tropes? <laughs> well, because you often rally against the fact that you don't put your initiative in, and then... You, you get mad at me, and I feel bad. So anyways, that <laughs> says to me, blesses. Poe. Uh, I what think we doing? got some surprise rounds going on. Oh, we on. do. So from last time, Barbara enacted her surprise round. No one else was really ready to go, save for Errol, who had ground his heels in and was ready to act in a moment's notice. The moment that Barb took off, Errol... It is your surprise round. Okay. So you can move, or you can do a standard action. I'm going to move my full complement of moving directly north. 
towards all of these guys. Uh, 20 feet. All right. So, Errol moves to help out his compatriot, and then we'll start. Poe, it is your turn. I am going to take advantage of my plus greater than zero bab and draw my weapons while I run (gasps) or walk, move, not running in the (laughs) mechanical sense and come up to the side of this mad knight. Yet, wait, what did Barb do? Barb ran and closed the distance to prevent the person from getting murdered. That's oh, okay. Did. I think well, that was my surprise. That was her surprise round. Poe. Now it's just a normal. Yeah. There's two barbs on the map here. Yeah, I didn't show up on the initiatives thing, so I started putting barbs on the map. How <laughs> many are there? <laughs> just like She's 12. Just <laughs> Barb attacks everybody at once. <laughs> it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, what? What we are bar. <laughs> why didn't you ta- why didn't everyone take that for third level? Also uh, the sorry, the monster I summoned has the same initiative as me, right? Yeah, because he goes right after you. Okay. Um Poe's gonna run up with his swords drawn and flex his abs and that's gonna be the end of his turn because Wait, what are you guys doing? You being meanie heads? <laughs> end. Of turn. So you just move and you don't do another action? Well, I don't want to attack them yet because I don't know what's going on. I feel like it's not clear other than the fact that they... You can prepare an action. You can ready an action if you so wish. I can do a wombo combo, you're saying. Indeed, you can. Sure. a Pathfinder thing. That's just called ready in action. It's called ready in action. The wombo Mm. combo is just something you're yelling at me. uh, And it it makes me scared. That's how I live my life. <laughs> okay, I'm ready in action. If what would scare Alex today? Yeah, if you all just saying you wanted to like hang out in a fish and chip shop for four to five days, hoping it all blows over, that would that would scare me. <laughs> Did you guys sit on that couch? It was so comfortable. <laughs> like we could have. As you look pizza, back, you see the cellar is on fire. No, no, <laughs> no. Poe wills it to not be so <laughs> but he also readies an action if um one of these knights does something that i interpret as a bad guy thing i will slash no i will pierce the <laughs> mad knight that i'm standing by but that seems a little too loose if one of my compatriots gets attacked right. i will pierce attempt to pierce this mad knight who is for all you listeners at home, one square northeast so of you have, where Poe is standing. So for listeners at home, you have five knights on the outskirt of a single knight in the middle who is about to sacrifice a seemingly innocent townswoman. Barb has rushed into the middle to prevent her sword from falling. Everyone else is to the south of this six-person formation. Poe comes up from the south to attack the most southerly knight. That night, as Poe arrives and goes, what are you doing? This knight turns eyes wild and goes to power attack Poe. Oh. Dude, why are your eyes so wild? It's a 13 to hit. Suck on this. So you just watch this blade fall mightily to your side. Eyes disconnected from reality. You can take your action if you so wish. Okay, first of all, 
your eyes need to get reconnected with reality. Maybe this will help. <laughs> Stabby stab! But I only get a... I'm not flanking. <laughs> um, I only get a 12. Miss. It, it misses him completely. From that, the Southern Land attacks. Then the one that is to the west sees Barb interpose herself between the captain and the sacrifice. They move to the middle to attack Barb, raising their blade above their head, flanking. And it's going to be a 14 to hit. Mm, that hits. That hits. They bring their long sword down. Not power attack this time, at least. That, that is eight points, of t- yeah, eight points my, of damage. My AC is 13. Oh, I'm a dang. barbarian. Damn. Errol, it is your turn. Wait, what was the damage? It was eight points of damage. Yikes. Damn. Okay. Uh, Errol is going to move into the fray. kind of want to get on the backside of the Southern Knight, but if I do that, I'm going to incur an attack of opportunity. Speaking of popping, backside of that night, huh? <laughs> Finger popping. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll take that attack of opportunity moving in. So power attack still on for that yes. night. Goes ahead and swings away. Uh, I assume this is going to heftily miss, especially with that minus one. That's a 12. That's a miss. Ta-king! And then I'm going to attack him from flanked position. That's probably a miss, a 10 to hit. That's a miss. Yeah. Yeah, you miss outright. Ugh. Alu, it is your turn. Uh, so I'm going to move <clears throat> up the alley 30 feet. Bow drawn, but I'm not going to, to fire. Instead, I'm going to call out and just see kind of all the chaos going on. Um, I didn't detect evil, so that's kind of weird to me. Could I do a quick perception, or can I readily see... Uh, yeah, roll me that perception, buddy. Okay. Um, so that's an 11. An 11. I mean, even from where you are, you see that their breastplates, their shields. You probably see some greaves. You see, like, their... Um, what's the name of that thing? What's on your forearm that you Bracer. wear? Bracers. Bracer. Their bracers are covered in uh, the symbols of Saren. Okay. Okay. And then knowing that Iomade and Serena, I mean, we're all lawful good. Um, I'll pretty much shout to everyone, but more so the person or the knight who's about to execute this poor young woman. And just shout, stop! We are all on the same side! And slap my uh, shoulder where I've got the uh, white sword of Iomade, you know, into my armor. Say, have you gone crazy? Do you think this is really going to help us right now? Killing this poor innocent girl. We need to fight together. What do you think this would accomplish? Everybody, stop! So they hear that. Um, it is Anivia's turn. Anivia is going to actually move away from the other NPCs, her full complement of double move, just to get into the alley to be able to lever, level her bow. She hears Olu, like, kind of worked up into this desperate lather. The woman on the ground... It is her turn. She is cowering, and she actually pulls into herself and tries to go total defense uh, in what she's doing just to hopefully get away from uh, the damage they're willing to lay on her. The woman with the scar and the missing eye turns her attentions to Barb and swings with power attack. Misses. Actually, 
That's going to be a 12. Misses. Misses. Barb, it is your turn. She's going to attack because she went to attack her. I'm so sorry, Lou. Knock the sword <laughs> away, and you go to attack the person trying to commit the sacrifice. Yeah, and I'm pretty pissed, so I'm going to enter rage. 20, 26 to hit. <laughs> that hits. <laughs> cool. So barbaric. Oh, if I... I guess if I do power attack, I have to announce it at the beginning, right? Yes, Correct. you do, so I, no power attack. That's okay. <laughs> Actually, I do power attack. <laughs> 20 damage. 20 damage. You <laughs> lop into her, and she still stands. Wow, okay. Uh, bummer. Bummer time. <laughs> I'm going to... I think I can take a five-foot step, right? Yes. Yes, you can. Five-foot step out of flanking. Just so they're not flanking me. What's going on, buddy? Uh, quick question. So part of me kind of verbalizing that was trying to do a diplomacy, see mm-hmm. if I can get them to stop. But also, second part of that was I was holding my action to see if they would react in any way. And they did, and they, they started attacking. So okay, so I was going to say that I was You can roll a diplomacy to try to stop them. Uh, so first, roll, let me, roll me that diplomacy, okay. just so you can get a sense of what's going on here. Ooh, um, I think that's a 26. And they offer no kind of calm that's searching through them. They move through their actions. They attack regardless. Okay. Go ahead and take your shot. Right. Who are you attacking? Um, I'm attacking specifically the one who is over the young girl. Okay, so the one in the middle. All right, go ahead and take a shot. So I got another natural 18 on the die. What's the total? Uh, total will be uh, 26 again. 26. That hits. Yeah. Four points of damage. Four points of damage. So Barb basically hits this uh, leader in the back of the knees. They fall down, and then you sink an arrow through their eye, and they fall dead. So that person is now out. Seeing this happen, another one of the knights in the far northern corner moves past everything that's happening and next to Barb and swings with a power attack. That's uh, an 11. Oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> I will use defensive sting. guard stance three times per day in rage. I get plus one AC as a move action. All right. So does that miss? That misses. So 11 almost hits. Good to know. So Everyone's they really go to move and you take a step AC. back and they just clang. The sword hits right in front of your feet. Horgus. Is that a retroactive move? action that you're allowing her to use? Oh, yeah. You can't use that. Oh, I can't <coughs> use guard stance? No, because it's Because it says action. as a move, move action, action, so that has to be during your turn. You have oh. to initiate it. If it was immediate or swift, you can. Yeah. Okay. So, sorry. Well, then that points? hits. Power attack. Let's see what happens. 13 points of damage. Oof. Just catches you in your side. Horgus tugs on Aravashnyal and says, I think it's time that we perhaps help our fellow crusaders and uh, waits for our Vashniel's uh, turn to move within range to allow him to do what he needs to do. Oh. Another one of the deranged individuals moves to flank Barb and swings again. This one's definitely going to hit. Going to be a 17 to hit. With yeah. I didn't say power attack, so I'm not going to turn it on. It's going to be five points of damage. Okay. From that, Aravash Nihal shakes his head and he moves up with Horgus and you watch as his hands float above his head and he starts moving them 
around in kind. Lillian, it is your turn. Um, Lillian is going to um, take out her crossbow. I know that Paul alluded to it being loaded earlier, even though that wasn't an action that I explicitly took. So I'm not sure if it's loaded or not. If it's not, I'm going to load it. Roll me a d20. Let's do a uh, little bit of a luck okay. check here, shall we? Eight. 18. 18? That's loaded. Okay, it's loaded. Um, she is going to fire at the person who attacked Barb. Okay. <laughs> That's an <laughs> not great. An 11. An 11 misses. That's that. All right. It is now... Doesn't your summon come out? She's going. The summon's next, yeah. Yeah, I suppose Lillian's gonna move forward. She's pretty aggravated. Okay. All right, it is now your summon's turn. All right, the summon is going to move and strike. So I have summoned, just so everybody's aware, a viper. Oh. All right, so it's going to move up to the person that attacked Barb. Is that night one? Uh, so there's different ones. The one that attacked Barb is actually on the other side, so your summon cannot That's reach it. It's going to be the one that came from the west that okay. came to try to book her, bookend her in. You're right. Okay. Um, and who's the person that's right by Barb? Mad Knight. Okay, it's going to go up to the Mad Knight and bite. And bite, all right. It's going to bite the Mad Knight. So I rolled an 11. Base attack. Plus five. Plus five? So it's 16 total. Okay, thank you. I don't know where to find it. So it goes to bite the the Mad Knight, and it just clang, like doesn't get through its armor. Uh. Um, It is now Luna's turn. Luna is going to fly down to the woman on the ground, and um, if needed, she is um, she has the ability to do um, conduct a touch spell. Mm-hmm. Um, so she can provide stabilize if the woman needs it. So she's going to kind she's of still be, alive, so she doesn't need stabilize. Right. So that's going to be like a saved or prepared action. Gotcha. And so she's just going to kind of be there, provide comfort, and cool. if needed, stabilize. All right. Uh, so Luna waits just in case she gets struck down. Um, it is now the easterly most knight's turn. That knight is going to move and seeing Barb just really do some damage, try to attack her. Um, Good God. Uh, nine. <laughs> just um, rolling terrible. That does not hit. It is Poe's turn. Just want to say that's the opposite of a problem, <laughs> and I will, with my two short swords spinning, avoid slashing this mad knight, but instead have my spins poke him in the eye and right. pierce him. So the first roll gets a solid nine. Yes. The second roll, oh my goodness, gets a ten. All right. So now the southernmost knight. Uh, that Poe just tried to strike at is going to take out his frustrations on Errol. Power attack on. Um, it's going to be a 21 to hit. Uh, that hits exactly. 
and does 10 points of damage. Okay. Oof. It is now the next Mad Knight's turn. He will close in. He's actually going to move past. Um, he's going to move down to the south and he's going to attack that viper that just appeared. Natural two. So that's a six to hit that viper. AC is 16. So that's a miss. All right. Uh, it is Errol's turn. Errol is going to see all of these Knights of Saren Ray close in, and he's going to pull out his symbol of Saren Ray. <gasps> nice. He's going to hold it up to them and say, Saren Ray would not permit this type of cruelty. There's time for redemption. Drop your weapons and enter that path, or you leave us no choice. And he's going to prepare an action, and if they continue to attack us... Well, do you want to roll the diplomacy, or do you want yeah. to prepare an action? Because that's your action is the diplomacy. Is it? Yep, it okay. is. Okay. So I'll give you a plus two, though, for that nice little... So plus I two, whatever you have additional. Excellent. That was good. Yeah, my diplomacy sucks because my charisma sucks. So we'll give it a go. Natural 20. Hey! What's the, I need the total. But I have a minus one, so oh. it's a plus one, so a 21 with the bonus. You are certain that even appealing to them that they have lost their way. Okay. That was dope. Minus the part where it didn't succeed. Do you want to move? Uh, you can't really. I mean, I can five foot step into this corner here. Uh, you can't. That's a house. <laughs> no, there's like. Oh, there's an alcove there. Yeah, yeah you can do that. That's yeah, good. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, Alu, it is your turn. Um, so I'm gonna see Barb, pretty much almost surrounded by these mad knights. Um, so I'm going to focus on some of the knights around her. Um, I'm going to take a five foot step to the left, to the west, and attack the uh, knight Denota with their little red icon just to her left. All right. I'm also going to shout to Errol after my killer diplomacy check. Errol, they're too far gone. We must take them out. Natural 20. Natural. Roll to confirm. Nice. You got it, bud. Wait, I do. Natural 18 on the die. <laughs> What's the total? The total is a 27. That is a critical hit. Nice. I have yeah. a question for those of us who don't know how this works. Why was his a critical hit, but Paul's was not? That's a good question. Because I did a check. It wasn't an attack. Yeah. So checks, skill checks, do not have uh, like criticals, and they don't have critical fails or fumbles. They just have awesomes and not so awesomes. So that's how that works. But attacks do have critical hits and critical fails. All right, go ahead, Paul. What's going on? All right, piercing damage I with our critical hit deck from Paizo. Uh, <laughs> piercing, left reeling. Double damage, and target takes a minus two penalty to AC for 1d4 rounds. Jeepers. All right, go ahead and roll that damage, Woody. So quick question. So it's normally a times three for a longbow. So a double damage is still just double damage? Uh, double damage it's means... times m- four, right? Uh, no, it's times three. For okay. So when it says on the card times two, it just means normal critical damage. Mm, not bad. All right, so that is a whopping total of 14 points of damage. Ooh. How do you do this, big guy? Doesn't matter what his AC <laughs> is, if he's fucking dead. 
Um, so I imagine he's kind of, th- this one particular night, uh, is looking at Barb, um, and I just kind of do a, a quick shuffle, and kind of like it would, you imagine Legolas from Lord of the Rings would do, just quickly loads a, an arrow and just sinks it right into the back of the knight's neck. Maybe if there's a little outcropping right below the bottom of uh, the head, mm-hmm. just wedges itself perfectly dead center, and that knight just completely goes stiff and falls over. All right. It is Anivia's turn. She turns her bow and goes, Great shot. Time to keep them on their heels. And shoots her bow. Uh, that is a miss. So she shoots, and it clangs off the armor of the individual right next to the one that Alu just felled. The woman that was being sacrificed gets up, looks around, sees in a panic that everyone has kind of put their attention elsewhere and moves to run away as she does the knight to the north of barb manages to get off an attack of opportunity natural 18 so she hits and does 10 points in damage felling the woman the sword cuts into her side and she falls to the ground limp but as she does so blood pooling from her body, her twitching on the ground. Luna lands ever so gently on her shoulder, stabilizing her where she lies. Next to go is Barb. Barb, it is your turn. Yikes. Um, Barb is going to turn towards the two knights right next to her to the north and the east, and she is going to stomp a 20-foot cone. Ooh. So um, it's a reflex save, DC 14. It's only going to hit one of those knights, just so uh, you know. Because it starts five and it cones out, so it only hit the I one. I looked up cones, and it was different, but I'll do. can I do a five-foot step? Uh, you can, and then you can get both of them if you do a five-foot step. There five-foot step. Nice. Um, yep, you do a five-foot step, and you can hit both of them going out that way. All right, so it's a reflex save. Yeah, DC 14. Natural one for the <laughs> one most to the north, and then right. a seven. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Creatures that fail their saves are thrown to the ground and are prone. They take 1d4 points of non-lethal damage. All right, so they both have 1d4 points. So go ahead and roll that 1d4 for both of them. Three points. Nice. All right, so they both have three points of non-lethal damage. As that happens, one of the knights gets to his feet from prone. Uh, the one that's to the east. Go ahead and take your attack of opportunity, Barb. And me too. And Errol. Yeah. Perfect. Nineteen oh. to hit. Miss. Oh wow. Oh no. Whoa. Yeah, I missed. I rolled a nat too. They get up, turn on power attack, and swing on Errol. Die. 20 to hit. That is a miss. So they miss. Oof. It's Horgus's turn. Plus one shield I just got. <laughs> <laughs> Horgus turns to Aravashnial and he's like, if you could be so kind as not to wave your hands around your head and do something of more import, that would be most advantageous. And you see him kind of like tug on him a bit. As that happens, it is Aravashnial's turn. His turn ends. And out of the corner... Next to the northernmost knight appears a wolverine, <gasps> celestial 
and bright. And Aravashniel turns to him and goes, I think I'm doing a fine job. Thank you very much. It is the Wolverine's turn. The Wolverine turn. The Wolverine goes to bite at the knight. That one's still prone, right? Natural sixteen for the Wolverine. Uh, that one is still prone. Mm-hmm. Hits. Sorry, it's going to be a claw and a claw. So hit. Natural one. Ooh. No. So the first uh, one hits. I'll do damage for that. To confirm. Natural two. Jeez. The celestial Wolverines and really. Really starts screwing up <laughs> immediately from the get-go. <laughs> Let's roll that D10 for the fumble table. Ten. Oh hey, no! So he hits, hits normal. Anyways. He hits anyways oh and continues okay. <laughs> through with his bite. Oh man! Okay, so one is bad. Natural damage. three for that bite, but that's uh, one and a half times normal damage for that Wolverine. So he goes to sink his teeth in. He first does five points of damage and does another three points. That's eight points of total damage. That Wolverine, through sheer force of celestial will, lays out eight points of damage on that night. Can we call the Wolverine Logan? You could. Cool. But I'm not going to allow it. Sad face. Aww. Due to Disney copyright issues. Oh. Lillian, <laughs> it is your turn. Nothing to do with that. I think Lillian's like best move is to go ahead and reload her crossbow and probably curse at the Mad Knights. Oh. So I will let the audience determine what words <laughs> fall out of her mouth. Go ahead. Send your votes in for it's what Lillian like, says. Like Press one for right fuck right you. So. <laughs> going to go ahead and fire that sucker. You. All right. Take At a m- the Mad Knight on the right of Poe. All right, you are you are at a minus four. You can five foot step over to. I can five foot step. It's, but it's, it's they're in action. melee, so it's still gonna be minus four for her regardless. Um. Okay. Everyone's Mad Knight on the right. Minus four will be a thirteen. All right. Uh, thirteen that misses. All right. It is the Viper's turn now. All right, Viper bites Mad Knight on the left. Oops. (laughs) Totally am missing the board. Okay. And gets, I believe that's a 17. That also misses. Oh, I'm sorry. That, (gasps) they have an attack of plus five, so that's a 20. That hits. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Sorry about the confusion. All right, and then... Um, uh, it says bite is 1d2 minus 2 plus poison. Yeah, so the good news is you are probably going to do no damage, but they have to roll a fortitude save for poison. Okay. I don't have a minus 2. Is that just evens and odds? Uh, basically, it's minimum of 1 for damage, so it does 1 point of damage. Okay, it does 1 point of damage. And then and it rolls that fortitude save for that uh, poison. Yeah, so they pass because they it looks like they get a twelve. What you say the DC oh. was? The DC was eleven. DC was eleven. So they get they managed to get around it. Okay. Um, and but they did at one point of damage. So ooh, that's not what I wanted to do. It is now Luna's turn. So Luna had expended her action stabilizing your friend there. Um, um, I. Th- think that's probably the most she can do there so um she's probably just going to hang out 
um, in the event that um, it's needed again. Yeah. So. All right. It is the northernmost knight's turn. It's going to move, take a five foot step, and swing it on has Barb. To get up first. Oh, they get up. And then they move. And that is their turn. Poe, it is your turn. Does he get a good old attack opportunity from the werewolf? The wolverine. The wolverine. Nice, Poe. Mies. Mies. Hit. There we go. Hits with that bite. Sinks their teeth in. Does six points of damage. Heavens to Betsy. That is a spicy meatball. You want to know how spicy (laughs) that meatball is? Six. The Wolverine goes and attacks the back half of the knight, ripping off part of their leg, and the knight falls, bleeding out, dying on the side. Spicy. Ah. Perfect. Poe, it is your turn. Wolverine. (laughs) And he's going to spin his swords harder, and the first attack gets a 17. That's a miss. Uh, Another 10. Um, from there, it is its turn. Maybe you should quit spinning. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> it goes power attack on, goes to attack Barb. Oh, my heavens. Betsy, it's going to be a 12 to hit Barb. That hits. Ooh, here comes a pain. Uh-oh. Uh, that's that's a moderate amount of pain. 11 points of damage. Just brings down that sword. Good job. Right on top of Barb. And it is now the westernmost knight's turn. Uh, it's going to try to cut that viper to ribbons. And doesn't. Good God. <laughs> so many bad rolls. Errol, it is your turn. It will should take a five-foot step around this dead body. Errol. Errol, your turn. It's going to take a five-foot step to the northeast to flank with Barb on this knight. Flank. Flank. And... Take a swing. That is a 25 to hit. That's a hit. Nine points of damage. Nine points of damage. Yeah, you sink your axe in between their shoulder blades, but they stand resolute. Alu, it is your turn. Um, so directly to my east is another Mad Knight. Mm-hmm. It's just south of Barb and kind of wedged between Barb and Poe, so I'm going to take a, another shot at that one. You could take two shots if you want to. That's true. Because you forgot that, didn't you? Yeah, I did. So I think I, since I already rolled it, I'm not gonna. All do right. That. But right. I will say, and Paul, you see it. Oh yeah. I got smiling. another natural twenty. Natural <laughs> 20. Oh. Roll to confirm. Oh no! Come back. Out of the back. Oh, it's gonna be close. Nineteen. That's just a normal natural. Oh. Exploding dice rules still apply. That one d8 plus two. Okay. Oh, I got a one on the D8, so that's a total of three points of damage. So you're saying it's not going to explode those dice. All right, it is Anivia's turn. She will move 15 just to get a clear shot of the knight that is left in the northernmost portion and take a shot with her bow. She misses, shooting right over her head. It is the townswoman's turn. She lays helpless but stabilized on the ground. Barb, it is your turn. All right, I'm going to turn towards the one next to Errol and take a whack at it. Flanking. Oof, I think I'm going to need it. Good That's not going to work. That is it's like a 14. That is a miss. 
Uh, um, I am going to take a five foot step away from the knight so I don't die. Okay. I'll go with that. The knight takes a five foot step that you just tried to attack and swings at you. Uh, misses. Good. Wholeheartedly. Good. Horgus turns our Arabashniel. When it takes a five foot step, Errol should have gotten a, an attack no, of opportunity. No, you don't. Five foot steps negate no? attacks of opportunity. opportunity. So Horgus turns to Arabashniel and he's like, if you could please do something more. I, I appreciate your sparkly shine and Wolverine, but honestly, it's getting a little dire during these circumstances. Arabashniel turns to him and kind of just levels a smile his way and sh- extends a single finger and shoots an acid arrow out of it at the one to Barb's east. He misses. So Aravashnil extends that finger, shoots the acid arrow, and it misses it outright. Doesn't, can't even take the shot, even with Horgus's coaching trying to get him to attack him. But the Wolverine goes to attack the same night it's been trying to rail against at the very top. Miss. 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 Damn. Lillian, it is your turn. I'm Lillian, so I will go. <laughs> <laughs> so now that Lillian is familiar with the rules of loading being a move action, she's going to do that. And she's going to take that same shot that she took before. All right. Minus four. That's a natural one. Go ahead. Roll me a confirm on that one. Um, Is it? uh, That's plus my attack bonus. Minus four. I don't think there's any way for you to hit these things. Seven. Roll me that d10, if you'd be so kind. Four? Four. You pull something. You go to shoot. As you do, your body shifts in an awkward way, and you feel a hamstring, maybe an Achilles tendon, ankle. My toe! Strain, Just snap. <laughs> and you lose 10 feet of movement for the next one d4 rounds. Roll me that d4. I'll let you roll it. Ah, turf toe really gets you. Uh, four. Four. So you lose 10 feet of movement for the next four rounds. But afterwards, your viper is ready to attack. The viper is going to... That's a mad knight on the right. If I'm yep. understanding. Okay. Going to bite attack that thing. And gets an 18. 18. Miss. It is Luna's turn. Just hanging out. Luna's, yep, same old. All right, Poe, it is your turn. <clears throat> I'm going to take my friend's suggestions and stop spinning and start stabbing. <laughs> and I also miss. And I miss again. Whew. Dice jail, maybe? Yeah, right. Yeah. From that, that night, power attacks and goes to hopefully fell Barb. Natural 16 on that dice for a 19 total. 
Uh, eight on the die, so that's 13 more points of damage. Yeah, I'm down. That's not good. How are we feeling? So Barb is down. Barb, oh, you're down? Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. The next Mad Knight moves, taking the attack of opportunity from the Wolverine to get into attacking range of Alu. First, the Wolverine goes to bite, bite. Miss. Miss. And hits. Ooh. Oof. He's good with that bite. Yeah, rip he that is. bite. Because that bite, he gets five points of damage managing to penetrate through whatever hard leather is sitting on the other side of that mail. But they still move strongly to Alu, raising their sword, going for that power attack. And that's going to be a 14 against your AC. Does not hit. Does not hit. Clang. Hitting alongside you. Errol, it is your turn. Errol is going to move five foot step back into the space he was originally in to flank with Poe. Yeah. And he's going to attack that uh, southernmost knight. Natural 19. That is not a crit. Damn it. I thought it was. Do all damage. Uh, Ooh, 11 points of damage oh. to nice. the pink one. Okay. How do you do this? <laughs> he takes a step in, and with Poe distracting with his flourishing <laughs> swings, <laughs> he just takes a, like, lands his axe just right into the base of his skull and just pretty much decapitates, like internal decapitation. <laughs> With that murder. <laughs> Alu, it is your turn. Seems pretty, pretty Unless you want to move. Right there. Oh, no, you moved to five foot step. Yeah, five foot so step. Alu, is your turn. Um, As a move action. Because no. the cool thing to do, I will also take a five foot step back away from the Mad Knight that just ran to me. <sighs> and then I will take another shot at him. Uh, not as good. 15 to hit. 15 to hit. Miss. Okay. It is Anivia's turn. She will also take a five-foot step following a lose. Fall back. Lead. <laughs> following a lose. Lead. Natural one. Rolls to confirm. Confirms with a six. Oh, oh my god. She whips around, hits me in the head. No. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, she rolled a, a nine. Oh, that I was is just kidding, by the way. <laughs> wild swing, wild shot. You hit oh, something no. that isn't your intended target. Roll if more than one target is available, only dealing damage on the dice. So she goes to move her shot, swinging wild, and this is what we're gonna do. This knight is out of the way because that's not that's her intended target. It is either going to hit Alu. Barb or Poe? Yeah. I'm going to roll a d6. One to two is a Lou. Three to four. I mean, I'm on the ground. Does that help at all? It oh, doesn't. Yeah. Is Barb. That's important. I mean, five to six. Jason person. So yeah. Five to six is Poe potentially dealing I was damage kidding about the shoot me in the head thing. <laughs> three. That's it Barb. hits Barb. Oh, oh I'm gonna die. Don't do that. <laughs> Stop. If I go below my con, I die, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. 
That's not good. Six points of constitution damage. It is exactly my con. And Barb. As she lays on the ground, a wild shot launches and hits her in the temple. Are you fucking kidding me? And she dies. Oh. Oh my god. Wait, what? Oh. Well, that sucks. A wild shot kills Barb. That's unfortunate. Oh my god. Are you serious? That's super shitty. With that, it is the Mad Knight's turn, turning their attention to Errol, turning on power attack and swinging away, and misses. From that, Horg is seeing what's happening, leaves Aravashniel's side, and runs to Barb's side, trying to see what he can do in his stead. Aravashniel stands there, unabated, hoping for the Wolverine to continue to attack. The Wolverine moves, closing the space on the night, doing his best to lay waste to what remains of this remnants of Saren Ray. Rolls a natural one. <laughs> Fucking Wolverine. Confirming that, rolling a four, getting the same thing that Lillian got, pulling something, losing 10 feet of movement for one round. Lillian, it is your turn. You watch helplessly as Anivia loses. Perhaps her crutch gives out. Perhaps something happening to her causes her hand to lose whatever kind of balance she has and an arrow flies and you watch it fly into the unconscious body of Barb as you see it helplessly. Um, she's going to run and just trample the body of the Mad Knight that was to Barb's right and just devastatingly try to stabilize her even as hopeless as it may seem. Your hand reaches out to stabilize Barb as she lies. And nothing comes of it. You know in that moment there is little to be done. It is the Viper's turn. Um, Viper's going to get real sassy, move over and bite at the Mad Knight. With a natural 20. Hey. Well to confirm. Uh, 19. 19. He's a miss. So, just normal damage. Oh. Okay. To confirm. Um, that's the one D2, so just one point. Yeah. So, he goes ahead and rolls that fortitude save yeah. then, right? Passes the fortitude save. It is Luna's turn. Um, Luna flies over. Um, lands on Barb's shoulder and kind of just starts picking at, just picking her hair away from her <laughs> face. Poe, it is your turn. <clears throat> He's going to successfully attack somebody. Um, 
What is Luna? Is Luna standing on something? Luna? Yeah, I think she's sitting on a, a dead body. Well, or technically nothing. she's... Can she share barb space? She can't. Thank heavens. I will acrobatically dive through this threatened square that contains Barb's body to get into a flanking position while not standing on Barb's body with the blue mad knight. Oh, hey, my acrobatics check was pretty good. <laughs> it was uh, 32. 32. <laughs> so you're good. You move through. The knight moves to stab. And this is... Now I'm going to in turn stab it. This is a much better die. Uh, 23 to hit. 25 to hit. That's a hit. Yay. And sneak attack. Sneak attack damage. Ah! That was also pretty good. It's unfortunate that Barb's dead and we can't just celebrate <laughs> gaily over the success of this final finally hitting um 18 damage perhaps it was watching their friend fall but with true anger and precision poe completely runs through the head of this mad knight falling limp on his blade dead from there it is the turn of the Mad Knight to the west, turning its attention to a loo. Five foot step, crazed look in their eyes. Missing. Errol, it is your turn. Errol is going to move five. You can move through allied people's squares. It's just difficult terrain, correct? Uh, yes. You can okay. five foot step into them too. Yeah, so it's going to go 5 here, then 10, 15, diagonal, and then 20 right here. All right. And attack this last remaining Mad Knight. Another natural 19, so that's a 24 to hit. To hit. Seven points of damage. They still stand. Damn it. Alu, it is your turn. So Lou's still taking it back and can't believe that this seemingly, you know, pretty good archer that we've been traveling with would make such an egregious mistake as to wildly shoot and kill our our companion. And he's at one part enraged at the fact that, you know, background wise, he's been drilled into like you have to make it count. You have to be perfect about it. So he's thinking about that as he takes a five-foot step back and almost with rage takes another uh, shot and do rapid shot with that five-foot step. Minus two. Oh, I wanted that. Um, so 16, first one. Miss. <sighs> Fucking natural one. Wow. Roll to confirm. God. <laughs> okay. Um, was that included with the rapid shot? Yeah, you need to take the minus yeah, two. Yeah, 23 then. 23. So you do not confirm the fumble, simply missing. It is Anivia's turn. She looks at her hands to her bow, and she falls to her knees and begins to openly weep, too stunned to do anything else. 
It is Horgus's turn. He goes over the body of Barb, seeing what he can do to stem the bleeding, realizing the futility, turning to Aravashnial, simply stating, we must finish this. Too much has been lost. Aravashnial, understanding only in the slightest of circumstances what he must be alluding to, and simply says, Where's the last one? I, I will do what I can. And he gets what everyone else is trying to say, extends a single hand, and shoots another acid arrow. Natural 18. He levels his hand, certain of his target. Rolls a two <laughs> on the concealment. The arrow flies wild. The celestial wolverine moves in, hoping to sink his fangs into the last of these dire nights. Missing. Missing. And missing again. Swiping, biting wildly. Lillian, it is your turn. Lillian is pretty devastated. She's pulling out all the vials. Um, and she's calling to Errol, do something. And she's just laying them all out next to Barb's body and uh, trying to do anything she can. She's not getting the point that it's like worthless, pointless. It is the Viper's turn. The Viper is going to strike at the Man Knight with a bite. 18. It's a miss. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is 18 plus 5, which is 23. <laughs> he fails that fortitude save for that poison. Okay, so he does... Oh, was it 1d2 con? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do I roll for that? I Just a d4, and then 1, 2 is 1, and two, four, 3, 4 is two. 2. So he loses 1 point of con damage. With that poison sinking into him, Luna, it's your turn. Um... Luna just keeps trying to nip up our as well. Po. She feels the same thing. Poe acrobatically dives under the short dwarf's legs to get in a flanking position that's probably inconvenient for Lou and gets a 14 to acrobats. I don't think you technically need to do that. Uh, you can get around it, yeah. Yeah, you can get You can navigate without. Oh. Because you can go like 510 south over nice Barb, job. 15. He goes to slide under 20, Errol's 20. legs, and Errol's like, don't be dumb. <laughs> and he's like, okay, yeah, that's a better idea. And goes around like a smart person. And then swings his sword and does. Uh, he's only using one hand so it doesn't have that multi 21 hits uh -huh. and does <clears throat> 13 damage how does poe fell this final foe i he twirls <laughs> his sword <laughs> and like accidentally drops it through his neck 
Like finally does something with a twirl on accident though. And slits his carotid artery and he falls dead. You find yourselves outside of combat. So Alu is going to grab Anivia by her armor and slam her against the wall next to her. Okay. Just in this almost seemingly familiar fit of rage. Okay. And looking at her, eyes wide, teeth bare, just breathing hard, tears welling up in his eyes. And just, uh, obviously this only happened in a matter of seconds. So why, why would you do this? Why? Anivia is so overcome with despair that she moves her lips no sound comes tears streaming down her cheeks you are holding her against the wall but you feel that that is all that is holding her up that if you were to let her go she would be in a heap again and then kind of recognizing that moment kind of slightly calmed down let's say um I don't think any of us could ever forgive you for what you've just done. You are no warrior of Canabras. What you've done to me is unforgivable. And hopefully when we find Irabeth, she is alive. Otherwise we will be leaving you with your own shame. He chokes through her tears. Talking. I... I... I tried. I was. I. I thought I had it. I swear. I swear I didn't. And she just can't hold it together long enough to tell you mm. how sorry she is. And at that point, Lou looks back right at her, says, It doesn't matter. Trying doesn't win wars. You must win at all costs. While Lou is doing that, Horgus grabs you from behind and with seemingly unforetold strength from before, he tosses you to the ground. Hmm. You see for the first time this man with righteous indignation, the small bits of things that had bothered him, the tattered clothing, the soiled shoes, the slight rips to his cape that he had constantly been railing against and worrying about all gone nothing but a severe look in his eyes cast down upon you he points a finger and holds for a moment everyone's shocked if you think for a moment that that woman over there just did anything that she did not think was best that she brought harm on to your party, then you know nothing. She has spent her life fighting to protect the innocent. A mistake even as grave as this is one that does not deserve such shame. She has spent decades preventing this community from falling to evil in the lack. I understand how upset you are, but I will stand resolute in the defense of this kind person. You think you know, but she has lost more than you may ever understand. And I know in this moment it seems a tough burden to bear, but I have lost all 
and come out the other side. You hold your tongue before you start casting aspersions. Takes a deep breath, no longer straddling you, and walks over to hold Anivia as she continues to melt into the ground. And Alu, at this point, a lot has gone on. He's not even sure in his own mind emotionally if he's thinking straight so he'll pick himself up and kind of run over to to barb's body and obviously like now tears are just rolling down his face this is the first real time he's been in kind of true combat where he felt like he had the power or he he felt like this didn't have to go this way there there's something that could have been done and he's also confused why these men who weren't inherently evil would keep attacking even though they were allies of, of my deity as well. What's everyone else doing while this is happening? I think as soon as that last night fell, because I was interposed between Barb and that last night, so I think as soon as that last night fell with Poe's hit, Errol just kind of spins around and like drops to his knees next to Barb's body and um, I mean I can like try to roll like a heel check to try to confirm what's Go going ahead and roll on. that for me. Uh, 20. I mean even with slight things you look for her chest to move. You look at the wound and it is a grievous one and you may not have seen it before, but you've heard tell of it from your parents and previous generations who have fought in the world wound. There's little else you can do. Yeah. So he does a, you know, an assessment of if there's anything to to do, and he and he says, I, 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 I don't, I don't think there's anything we can do. And he kind of like hangs his head and kind of like a little bit of shame for himself that he can't like fix the situation but also just losing a a party member a comrade and he's just yeah overwhelmed with grief Poe what are you up to? Poe found a nice sitting spot in the dirt sat there leaned up against some rubble with his legs outstretched and crossed and has his head up against the board and is just watching the scene unfold with good effort to control his face. But eyebrows kind of raised. Curious, but otherwise expressionless. An attempt to be expressionless. Lillian? Lillian is picking up vial after vial racking her brain for any spells that could help Um, and she's it's like slowly dawning on her that there's nothing that would bring Barb back but she's trying to think of if there's anything that would just make the situation a little bit more um, unbearable if there's any way she can cleanse her or as Lillian's doing this piecing through the potions and trying to figure it out Aravashnial comes up and he rests a hand on Lillian's shoulder and 
takes a knee and lays his staff out. He reaches for Lillian's hands as they busily work across the vials and the different implements that she has in front of them, searching for an answer for a cure for something to fix this, and he grabs them both and holds them against his own. You know, it was ten years ago when I lost my best friend. He sits, his voice for once not so shaky, his mind less wandery and strange. You and I are we're tied together. You of a like of your parents who bore you and me of a time of those that defend those who care. This is not my first, but I I sense it is yours. Whatever you do from this day, do not blame yourself. I promise you, child, you could be ten times the power that you are, but 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 it would have meant nothing. Take the kindness and the effort that in her time here you were her true friend and he removes one of his hands and just kind of puts it on the top of your head trying to console you I think after a little bit of time of continuing to try to figure something out she's gonna eventually just out of exhaustion just kind of like slump down in his lap and he'll cradle you as a kind father would. Horgus has turned to kind of trying to take care of Barb's body, crossing her arms. You see him for the first time in prayer. You see him calling to Abadar to ferry her soul to the other side, to care for this person who spent so much time caring for everybody else. As a man that was mostly false ideologies and little more than a facade of an individual of importance, it is an honest moment. You all take time to pick up her body, slowly move her through the streets. It begins to rain. It has been a while. Now, Canabras is not a city known for its strange weather patterns, but you realize it has been so long since sky has hung above you that rain seems odd. It starts to pitter and patter, pick up velocity. You carry her slowly into the cellar where Poe had just shown you his little hideout, not but a few moments ago when she had heard the calls and desperate, desperate pleas of a woman to be sacrificed in the streets. You carry her there and you lay her on the couch for now. The woman in the street rouses, not knowing much else of what happened and follows the strange crowd of 
individuals has just apparently snatched her very life from the hands of fate. She, with some trepidation, goes into the cellar. Sitting in a corner, feeling an unwelcome guest in a strange scenario, doesn't say anything, hands crossed in silence. Time passes, maybe it's a minute, maybe it's an hour. No words are said. Anivia stops crying as Horgus tries his best to stave off the worst of her own grief. As you all sit in silence, for the first time, you just hear this stomping, this loud knocking and clattering. And you just hear, help, 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 coming from the floors above you. And that, where we will end this rather sad episode. Fuck, man. (laughs) Oh, hey. Am I allowed to talk? (laughs) (laughs) Not as barbaric. It's going to be weird to record in the basement without Crystal being allowed down here anymore. Well, that was that was a great one. We had this first prize up in the office. Yeah, and I really tried to do it. Four Corners Games Podcast is property of Four Corners Games Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com.